Hello, hello. Hey. Hello. How are you? How was Walgreens? Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> was it? What do you get? I got this really exciting face mask. So that's super cool. Dita. Oh, <laughs> Dita. How are you, Dita? I'm good. Dita went to Armstrong as an exchange student. What year was that? 2016? Yeah, from 15 to 16. And how did you like being an exchange student in Minnesota? I'm really, really happy that I got the opportunity to to do an exchange year. Obviously, because I met Marta and I met you, and that was amazing. But it was like, thank you. When I when I think about how much I actually like evolved in that year, just with like my confidence and how I like thought about the world and how much I learned about myself. It was really cool. That's amazing. Oh. And we got to do Nordic skiing. Yeah, we got to do Nordic skiing. That was so much fun. And that was so fun. I yeah. actually missed it. No, honestly, it was a very good year and to have you by my side. Mm-hmm. And also Maya, that was very, very... Two summers ago was when you actually visited America, which was really fun because I hadn't seen you in a really long time and we got to hang out and go to the quarries Mm, kind of just hang out and do do fun things with marta because she was also in minnesota at that time and i just remember that summer being super fun exchange ended my my grandparents they have like a house in spain which is in a town that's pretty near malaga where marta lives or lived so I actually visited Marta like the the summer after the exchange. Oh my and gosh! Then. And how was it? It was really fun. It was very fun. She met my family. Yeah. We hosted her for I don't know. I think it was less than a week. Yeah, I think and I showed her around, but she already knew. Oh my goodness! Yeah, she had already <laughs> been to many of the places that I wanted to show her. That's so, kind of funny. You know, not even a beginner. <laughs> she had been to these like cool. Tourist attraction oh, in Malaga yeah. that I had not been yet, and it was so oh, was shocking it Camino to del... see that. Camino del Rey, yeah. yeah. Camino del Rey. Oh my goodness! I don't know she how to say it in Spanish. I did. Dita, mm-hmm. how old are you, and when did you graduate? What have you been doing in the past couple of years after graduation? Um, I am twenty now, mm-hmm. and I graduated last summer. Mm-hmm. And then this last year, in the summer, I traveled a lot with my friends. Whereabouts do you travel uh, with your so friends? I went to Italy, Vienna with my family. I worked a lot all the time in a <laughs> coffee shop. And then I went on a ski season to France, to the Alps. Everything yeah. that you have done and have all the places you have been is just so inspiring to me. I dream of going to all these places. <laughs> well, yeah, the reason that I'm able to go a lot of these places is because I have worked uh, since I was like 14. Yeah. So I've just mm-hmm. saved up money for so long and worked a lot so that I'm actually able to go these places that I want to see. What inspires you the most about traveling in general? 
I've been really interested for like culture. So I've done a lot of cultural traveling to like bigger cities, communities and stuff like that. But lately I've gotten really into more like nature, maybe places that aren't not like big cities where a bunch of things are happening, but more like small or like oh, nature traveling, backpacking. I definitely relate to that. Mm. I really enjoy going to I really enjoy going camping and yeah. visiting mountains are very inspiring to me lately. Me and my dad and my brothers just went to Iceland. Nature there is just so diverse and it's like nothing you'll ever like it looks like it's out of a movie or something. It doesn't look real. And then I really want to go to the Faroe Islands, which is a group of islands that's like kind of related to Denmark, but they're their own country, I think. Which is also really like beautiful, untouched nature. Wow. And whereabouts are those islands? They're like north of Denmark. I think it's like between Iceland and Denmark. I just had a question about living in Denmark because mm -hmm. I know that Denmark is supposedly one of the happiest places to be and like they have the happiest people. And Marta and I were mm. actually just talking about this in our recording yesterday. But I was just asked, based on that information, what do you have to say about Denmark? Do you feel happy? Well, yeah, I do feel happy. And I think uh, because like one of, one of the reasons why Denmark always scores really good on like, the like happy test is because we have a really good security like network. Yeah, like a really security. good states. Our government is quite big. We pay a lot in taxes. But that means that if you get... If you get fired or yeah, you lose your home or something, there's like a really big security network from the state that like helps you. It's easier. You're not as afraid of like where your next paycheck is going to come from. Um, so I think that's why. But also Denmark has a really, really high usage of uh, depression pills. We call them happy wow. pills because a lot of people like, stress has become such a is a work environment very mm, stressful yeah. and very challenging in Denmark and for especially there's a lot of debate about this right now but our school culture with young people are just terrible there's so much you have like so high goals and... for all the people okay. in school and there's so much okay. like expected of everyone so a lot of and young, despite that yeah so like despite that you're scoring very high yeah we're we're doing well, really it looks good. like you are and the youth in denmark right now is like the percentage of people who go to universities and take like more education is so much higher but the percentage of of young people who study who also get like depressions or anxiety or stress is just so so high right now it's it's really really this bad great news yeah it's really it's bad not yeah. great news with covid and everything happening how is denmark doing with that we did really well the first time then when things started opening up it it was okay at first but right now it's just not going very well bars are open again but i just think a lot of i understand like a lot of high school students and people who just started university like they want to go out be with their new friends and do all these things but oh it's just it's no getting i worse totally every feel day. that that have come back to college 
I know what you're talking about. There's a lot of people that I'm friends with here are now like hanging out with tons of people, even though they've been traveling and even though they've been doing things. So it's really, it's really upsetting to see that it's, it's going to keep spreading and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's just, it gets worse. Like every day right now we have more people who are being tested positive. Are these younger people? At first it was only It's starting just to be so big that you can't really find pattern in it anymore because the infection like just started and it's spreading right now. I actually got tested today because I have surgery for my ACL on Tuesday. I need to have a negative test before I can go to surgery. Oh my gosh. And I am so scared. Wait, when do you find out? I find out uh, within the next 24 hours. Oh my gosh. Are you nervous? (laughs) Well, let us know. Yeah, so hopefully I don't have... The thing is, if I do do have it, I won't be able to get my surgery. Like, it'll just be moved. But I haven't haven't gone out to, like, any bars or pubs or... You'll probably be fine. So I think... You still are injured. Yeah, well, it's not that, like, I can work out... I've worked out with weights. I can okay. bike. I can do a bunch of things. And biking is uh, very, na- very natural for you, right? Oh you yeah, bike everywhere. It's for Danish every people. every Danish person. We bike <laughs> everywhere. That's such a funny thing. I honestly really like Danish society. I mean, from what I know, from what I've experienced. Yeah. And, then, and then you eat salty licorice, and it's it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I'm I'm one of those uh, foreigners that actually like salty liquors mm-hmm. i don't love it i mean everyone else that i know hate it. absolutely hates it it's oh my, my favorite it's so and funny. like that's the funniest thing because what you guys call licorice like the what are they called Twi- uh, twistler yeah. i got mm. so annoyed really when my host dad called them licorice yeah that's like, not, licorice. not licorice, licorice is black. that's like i don't even know what that is but also in Spain, we eat licorice, but it's not salty. It just tastes like licorice, like the actual plant. Maybe it's sweet. But, you know, like I wanna I just wanna I just wanna state that your licorice is not the only kind of licorice that there is. <laughs> okay. Definitely the, the red licorice is fake. Yeah, oh, that's for like... sure. Everything that mm-hmm. is made in america like that is fake (laughs) (laughs) that's true though red sugar you were explaining to me and marta earlier that you are teaching at a children's place or what well yeah it's like a it's like a daycare it's really fun i get to there are kids from like the ages like one till five to six years old and they are so adorable and I love them um but I will say like it's a challenging job like I have gotten so much respect for people who do this like every single day of their life I have worked a lot before but it was almost like always possible to like take a break or just like chill a little or like turn your mind off and just zone out but you can't do that when you're working with kids all the time kids are stupid like they do stupid stuff 
you always need to have your eyes on them or someone will like yeah. bite the other person or like jump <laughs> off an edge like they don't know anything so it's just you have to be like on your toes at all times because oh really oh. i get home and i'm dead i'm like lying on my couch i can't even look at my phone i'm just trying to like figure out everything that's happened that day <laughs> it's tough oh. and like the kids they never get that. tired i'll like play catch with them for so long and they never get tired and i'm like, <sighs> like <laughs> i can't breathe i need to sit down i work uh 36 hours a week i have my last day tomorrow and then i have two weeks where I need to stay at home because after the surgery, I'll have two weeks on crutches. So I won't be able to. What does the rest of your 20s look like from now on? Oh, that's cool. So this year, I'll, because when I get my new ACL, I just need to work out and like do all my exercises. So I'm back on track. And then next summer, I'm applying for chemical engineering. At like a school in the school in Denmark where my boyfriend goes right now. Three years to get a bachelor's and then two years oh. after that to get a master's. Your master's. Okay. Yeah. What made you interested in that? I've always liked like the uh, science and math because mm-hmm. I love how there's like there's one right answer. So in like English or uh, subjects like that. You can always say like, oh, you can look at it at a different angle or you can see yeah. it from another perspective. But in, in science and in math, be like... there's always just like one right answer. And yeah. if you figure that out, like you're good. It's quite comforting, honestly. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I feel like it's like a puzzle that solves like in my head. Exactly. It's amazing. And every puzzle is different, but every puzzle gets a solution. Yeah, there's only Just like one, one solution. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it's a good way to see it. An assignment when I went to high school in Denmark, where I wrote like a really, really big paper about a type of solar cell that mm-hmm. works by like dye. And that got me really, really interested in like green and renewable energy through chemistry women are now able Mm. to go into fields like that and not be told that they can't do that definitely fight for that field like science it's such a male dominated it just makes sense but it all comes back to what are the hobbies of like little kids or the the, the toys or the games that they're playing you need I think to like, comes make back sure to that. that that women are actually or like small like girls are actually comfortable thinking about like sciences and or, and not just like oh you can't do that you're a girl oh, you won't sure. like math you're a girl mm-hmm. and even people who don't think like that but they still give their kids gendered mm-hmm. games gendered toys like they're they're probably like progressive and they don't think that um, engineering should be only for males. But in in a subconsciously way, they're still perpetuating the stigma or mm-hmm. how things are. Yeah. Definitely. 
but I'm I'm really excited to start school. I just didn't want to start school when I have the surgery because I'm going to use so many hours rehabilitating my knee. And I didn't want to come. I mean, also with COVID, it makes no sense to yeah, go back exactly. to school right now. If you could wait another year. Well, Dita, it was a pleasure to have you on our podcast. And um, you'll have to definitely come on again. Where can we find you on Instagram? What's your username? I think it's just Dita Jeweler. But it's just my, my first and part of my last name. Amazing. And we'll take oh. you in the post we do about you on instagram oh amazing well we are so happy thank you so much for joining us for talking with you guys